0: Check her Instagram linked below and enjoy listening to my sexy stories. The next story is posted by user Raven BlackBooks from R slash erotica. The title of this post is My Lovely Stepsister, Sit Back and Enjoy the Story. Brian, help your sister with the dishes. My mother called out from the kitchen. No, I can't. I boomed louder than I should've. I'm walking Ashley to her car. I shouted and closed the front door before she or my stepfather could say anything. I jogged a few steps to catch up to Ashley, as she stepped along the landscaped path of stones across the front lawn to get to the driveway. The fall evening air was cool, on my skin after being stuck in the stuffy dining room with my atrocious parents all night. Ashley, Ashley wait wait. I called out as ran beside her, Listen, I'm sorry. I told you my parents were jerks. Yeah, no shit. Ashley snapped, her brown hair flinging over her shoulder as she turned. She was a skinny girl, but tall. Her usual talkative self was more reserved as she stomped towards her five year old Toyota Corolla with mismatching rims. You said they were assholes. You didn't say I was going to have to give a fucking financial review of how poor my family is compared to your snobby fucking. You're right, you're right. I tried to calm her down by placing my palm on her shoulder only to have her shake it off as she fished for her car keys from her purse. Despite my pleas with my parents to be someone other than themselves for dinner tonight, they still managed to nearly bring Ashley to tears halfway through dinner. Ashley, who was one of the sweetest girls I have ever met in high school and who happened to be my first girlfriend. After my stepfather giving me so much shit for the past two years of not having a girlfriend, at 18 years old I finally Have one and he and my mother decide to lure her into a trap to talk about her menial public school education, how her father is a custodian, and mother is an art teacher. Facts that never seemed to bother Ashley, until they were rubbed into her face by the snobby rich pricks. Just let me you don't have to see them again, I said. I didn't know they were. Save it, just save it. Tears rolled down Ashley's cheek. She shook her head. I knew it wasn't you saying those things. And I know you tried to stick up for me in there but I can't do this. I'm sorry. Bewilderment overcame my face as I watched Ashley turn and unlock her car with the key. Wait, what? You're breaking up with me. Go go find some rich girl to marry. Your family will be so much more happy. Ashley shouted as she slammed the door shut. I stood at a loss of what to do as I watched her rev her car engine to life and drive down our long driveway surrounded by hedges. Seconds turned to minutes, as all that remained outside was a cool breeze and the sound of chirping insects in the night. All I could do was stare at the black driveway, now where the closest person I've had in my life had just left. Hey Brian, a gentle voice called from behind. I turned and saw my stepsister, was standing on the front porch, hands tucked inside her oversized grey hoodie she seemed to always be wearing since her return home. Her arm was wrapped around the white pillar, As she looked down on me from the front porch i'm um i'm sorry i nodded and looked away the silence hung for another moment before she thought of something to say why don't you come inside and help me load the dishwasher i'm not fucking going near mom or they're gone she interrupted they're out back by the pool for their nightcap you know their routine come on i could use a hand i looked up and saw the smallest of smiles on her lips before she turned to go back inside Annabelle was only a year older than me, but their mine has well been a 20 years difference when it came to how little we spoke. We lived our lives separate and treated our parents' mansion we shared as if we were neighbors living by another but not with each other. At the times we saw each other, in passing, we would smile and nod to another and occasionally exchange small talk before going about our business. This was the life we had lived since my mother married my stepfather, and the two moved into this mansion in upstate New York. Both of our parents were born of money. Neither one earned it, which perhaps is what made them such a perfect fit. Anna's grandfather made his millions in the oil business while my grandfather made his billions as a hedge fund manager. I always joked to myself, if there was ever a thing to break them up it would be my mother's extra set of zeros. I took a deep breath of fresh air and decided I wasn't quite ready to be alone at this point. Going inside, I shared a familiar smile and nodded with Anna before I took over rinsing the glasses and setting them above the dishwasher for Anna to put them in. After a moment, Anna looked out the sliding glass door around the corner to make sure the our parents were still there. My dad's a cocksucker for what he said, Anna murmured. Her vulgarity took me by surprise, but her obvious siding with me made me smile. Not as much as a cunt that my mom is. All they do is obsess about their money. Then they're floored when we're raised not to give a shit about it. Anna continued. She wore a simple dark gray hoodie that concealed her natural curves and figure. Anna always had men flocking over her. Even when she was 17, when I first moved in with her, there was a constant revolving door of boyfriends that never lasted that long or seemed to serious. Her father didn't care. He wanted her married and for there to be a prenup. Besides that, he had little interest in his daughter's life. Marriage was the number one reason he demanded she go to college when she refused. I still remember Anna screaming at the top of her lungs from the other side of the house that she wasn't going to school just to get my fucking Mrs. degree. It was this fight that incited her to take a year off after high school and travel the country. Anna didn't talk much about her travels. She said she lived on the west coast for a few months before moving to Florida to help assist in underprivileged schools. She was good like that. I wouldn't be surprised if she went to school to become a nurse or a teacher. She seemed like someone who could always give to others, regardless for herself. At least we've only got a few more days. With this, I said, rinsing off a dinner and setting it in front of Anna. In a week you'll be in Colorado, and a week later I'll be in Florida. Anna's eyes twitched at my mention of the state, but she quickly relaxed and went back to filling the dishwasher. Yeah, it's funny that our parents haven't questioned, at all why we chose not to go to school here in New York, but in states that are literally as far away from home as we could go. I snickered setting the last dinner plate in front of Anna as I grabbed the towel in front of the sink and wiped down the excess water drip. Looking out the backslider into our parents' perfectly landscaped backyard, I saw the beautiful hue of blue from the pool coat light on the hedges and elaborate patio furniture. The string of lights decorated the awning that hung over my mother and her husband's head. They sat with their backs to the house. My mother with her glass of wine. Anna's father with his glass of whiskey. Gods of their own kingdom. Are you? Okay. Anna asked which knocked me out of my trance of a stare. Amen. Oh yeah, hi. Look, it's none of my business. And maybe you and Ashley can make up tomorrow or something. But if not I mean you're going to a big college town in freaking Florida. I know I'm not that older than you. But trust me, high school is a joke. There's plenty of bitches in the sea. I turned around and saw Anna leaning against the counter, with a smile. Her arms crossed and the tail of her hoodie extending down over her shorts making it appear as though she wasn't wearing any. Thanks, sis, I smiled. Anna laughed, I think that's the first time you called me that. Well, we're both about to go off in different directions soon. I doubt either of us will be visiting home, much, if we can help it. So, might as well use it while we can. Might not see much of each other for a while. Anna pouted her full lips in an exaggerated frown. Oh, don't say that you're going to make me cry. Then Anna did something that surprised me, scooting her feet across the hardwood floor. To me she held out her arms and took me in a hug. My body was rigid at first. I was so caught off guard. Not only had Anna never hugged me before, but aside from the few times Ashley and I had made out, I couldn't recall the last time anyone had ever hugged me. My mother was not the most affectionate person. She found physical contact, nauseating and early on in my adolescence decided hugs were not essential and pats on the back. And a wave from a distance was sufficient. But now, with Anna's arms looped, under my arms around my back, I felt my posture soften as I sunk my arms around my sister's back. burying my nose and lips, in the top of her hair, I smelled with fruity, mixed berry hair conditioner of her hair. Felt the warmth of her breath hitting my chest and her ample breasts that were hidden under her clothes pressed into my center. Anna had been strangely different than her usual self since returning from her trip of self-discovery. She had been away from home for the better part of the year only to return last week as a softer, kinder-seeming person. The hug was a strange and pleasant feeling which I could only compare to being with my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend now, I suppose. It was this comparison that I used to explain away the rising erection I felt growing in my pants. I turned my hips away from Anna slightly, so that she would not notice which gave her a sign to exit the hug. Anna sniffed and cleared her throat backing away from me. Sorry, Anna said half laughing to herself. I know we're not like, like hugging kind of brother and sister or whatever, but I don't know. You don't realize how important some things are until you leave home, for a while, you know. I nodded and agreed, even though I did not understand. My mind was focused on stopping the seemingly uncontrollable erection that continued to grow beneath my jeans. A touch of color filled my cheeks as I was forced to pull out a kitchen stool that was tucked under the large marble island and sit down to conceal my growing problem. So um, so have you declared a major yet? Anna asked, obviously desperate to lighten the mood after their emotional hug. Not yet, I said. I was thinking about something in science. Chemistry. Biology. They always seem to come easier to me than other things. What about you? No, I don't know either. Maybe something in teaching. I like the idea of teaching, but I don't know if I want to be around kids my entire life. Anna laughed. Definitely understand that. I smiled. Did any of the teachers you worked with in the last year give you any advice? Amen. Um oh no, not really. No, Anna said as her eyes jetted around. Was it Miami you said you spent most your time teaching? Was it like Teach for America, or something like that? Oh no, it was yeah, it was in Miami but it wasn't Teach for America. It was just this small local organization I hooked up with Dea. Just needed some extra help teaching. Oh, it was clear to me that Anna was uncomfortable talking about her teaching in Miami and it seemed strange that she was being so elusive over something so trivial. I was silent for a minute, as I considered asking another question or dropping it when Anna who must've saw my deliberation, smacked the countertop randomly and started to leave. I'm going to go to bed, Anna announced with a half giggle. Good night, little bro. I smirked and nodded, night. Anna left the kitchen and walked for the stairs. As she took the first step, she pulled her hoodie over and off her body, bunching up the sweatshirt in her hands. She wore a black, spaghetti strap tank top and it rode up above her pierced navel revealing her taut belly. My eyes raised to her bouncing thick breasts, as she went up the stairs quickly. Before she disappeared from sight, I realized she was still watching me, too. Chapter 2 I clicked away on my laptop in the darkness of my bedroom. Only the bright glare of the internet browser open on my screen shined on me. I had been at it for a few hours. I truly was close to becoming that nerdy geeky kid in high school. Close but not quite. I was skinny but had toned muscles from running track all for years in high school. Though those muscles did little in the way of helping me get laid. At 18, I was one of the few boys I knew who were still a virgin, a burden I tried to ignore as much as possible. Apparently being a straight a student didn't do much for the ladies. Go figure. In the hours I spent on the computer that night, I had heard my parents come inside and go to their bedroom. What started as a curious search or to had become a full-fledged obsession of mine now as midnight quickly ticked further behind me. I started with searches on Anna's social media, accounts for posts where she had lived and taught in the last year she had been gone. I thought seeing a picture or two with her students or at her school would satisfy my curiosity and also give me a sense of what Florida life would be like for me into weeks when I moved there. Oddly enough, there weren't any pictures on any of her accounts, not even selfies in her apartment or driving. Upon closer investigation, I realized not only were there not pictures posted but there weren't any posts at all. No status updates, quotes, political share, funny cat videos, or memes nothing. Anna's last post on any of her social media was two weeks after she left and since then there was nothing. Anna had returned home about weeks ago to begin packing her things for college and even in those weeks she hadn't posted to her social media. I had to know more. Our relationship before her returning to New York was little more than acquaintances which meant I hadn't ever visited or followed her posts since adding her after our parents were married. But now as I looked more into it, I saw that she was extremely active on social media before. Friends and she would constantly share pictures and memes. Profile pictures would change once a week. Status updates every couple of days. This is weird. Maybe she took a break from social media to like help find herself or something. The anomaly spurred the searching over the next hours, as I used what little information I did have on the city she had lived, mixed with the personal information I knew of hers to try and figure out where she was and where she taught. Fef, 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 What does it matter? I sighed as I stretched back in my desk chair with my hands resting atop of my head. The draws of sleep weighed on my eyes, and my lack of progress of any sort had weakened my resolve. Whatever, I can ask her about it tomorrow and she can just tell me. Touching the mouse pad I went to scroll up to the top of the search page. I was on to close it when three letters caught my eye as they would any man. 30. My eyes lingered and read more of the link and its description. Slut gets fucked hard and loves. My eyes raised to what I searched and saw it was Anna's full name, her high school, and Miami. It was on the 17th page of results with a furrowed brow. I clicked the link and went to a familiar porn site that was I was known to frequent when I was in the mood. I pressed play on the video. As I scrolled through the page, the video was as typical as they come. Some generic, bad acting father, who's upset with his babysitter and courses her into giving him oral sex. I scrolled to the credits of the video and saw the production company was called Miami Sizzle and figured the search engine must have hit off the Miami part of it. The video was pretty hot. But it wasn't my cup of tea. It showed way too much of the male porn star who spent far too much of the video talking. It was just before clicking the close icon that the top-like comment caught my eye. It was surreal enough that I had to shake my head and read it a second time and a third before scrolling up to the video. It read, I know this girl. Her name's Anna Rochester. She went to Hillcrest High with me in New York. So hot. The name and school both belong to my stepsister. I could not believe it. It wasn't until I scrolled up to the video and fast forward to an angle that showed the actress face did I realize it was true. The woman in the video with her legs, spread, pierced navel, and her breasts bouncing wildly as she was fucked hard was my sister. Chapter 3 I couldn't get to sleep the rest of the night. It was such a mixed bag of emotions, I tried to just ignore them all. I watched the entire 27 minute video of my stepsister with a sick, twisted interest. The actress in the video was named April Star and the related videos section indicated she had more videos as well. But by the time the first video ended I began to question the ethics of me sitting here watching all of these pornos of my sister. Anna would be so angry and embarrassed as she found out I had seen all of these. It would devastate her. But at the same time, she made these knowing the world would see them. Knowing others would watch her fuck naked. How am I the bad guy for doing what is intended? I ended up not clicking any of the other videos. In part out of respect for Anna, and in part because I didn't know what I should be feeling. I laid in bed for the better part of an hour, with an erection that refused to disappear. Had the girl in the video been anyone else, I probably would have masturbated and gone to sleep easily. But because I didn't, I tossed and turned for half the night. Waking the next morning, I stumbled downstairs in my boxers and black nightshirt and saw the coffee pot was nearly empty. Pouring the last half cup of coffee, I heard a noise in the other room and couldn't quite put my finger on it. My mother and father would be gone at work by now and in my groggy haze I didn't think much more of it until I stepped around the corner to see Anna's round-ass cheeks in the air. Calming beach tones played on her digital speaker on the floor. Her upper body was hugged by a form-fitting blue sports bra that doubled as a workout shirt. Her legs were nearly naked, as the grey yoga pants revealed every curve and crevice of her ass and sex. Instantly, my legs had frozen in place as I watched the reenactment of several poses I had seen on the internet the night prior. Hey, want to join it? You ever do yoga before? Anna's voice startled me as I realized she was staring at me from between her thick thighs. Immediately, the blood rush to my rising erection became more noticeable and felt like I was trying to hide a broomstick from her. A no thanks, not really Er, my thing. I've got to. My words trailed off as I was already halfway up the steps to my bedroom. This time restraint was an impossibility. I set my coffee down in my room to get cold while I locked myself in the bathroom and proceeded to come twice from jacking off before showering. They were the strongest orgasms I had ever given myself and it was done while my mind obsessed over my stepsister's ample and luscious curves. I spent the rest of the day hiding in my room and slowly packing up my things. The week went by much of the same as that day. I kept my venturing out of my room to a bare minimum and worked on packing despite the ample distractions my mind conjured up. Since it was the first week back for Anna and the last week here for her, there was a newfound relationship with me that she tried to kindle. She was always asking if I wanted to get coffee, go with her to the store, go get food. She meant well, I did not doubt that. She knew like I did. That what little family we had was about to be in our rear view mirror and that our parents would not be a large part of our future. Though this stepbrother and sisterhood hadn't meant much over the years, now while on the cusp of beginning adulthood, this relationship all of a sudden became more and more important. I had run dry of excuses on why I couldn't hang out with her by week's end. On Friday night I had my entire room in boxes, aside from my bed, desk, and laptop. All my belongings were stacked in boxes along the far wall, ready for my long drive to Florida next Friday. Anna had spent much of the week doing the same. She had a flight early the next morning, and movers were coming later in the afternoon to load and deliver her things to her apartment in Colorado. All that was left was the last supper, of sorts. Their parents had mandated one final home, cooked meal together that night. Even though it was Anna's last night at the house the meal selected was chicken teriyaki and rice. My mother's favorite and home-cooked had a loose definition, since it was my parents' housekeeper who cooked the meal and it was my parents who heated it in the oven. Anna and I seemed to have similar strategies in mind as we both scarfed down most of our plates single-mindedly so to keep their conversations to a minimum. Have you decided on a focus yet? My mother asked Anna near the end of the meal having spent the last 15 minutes speaking of herself and her friends. My mother was taught woman, who always sat perfectly square and never appeared to trip. The kind of lady that when you saw walk, you'd wonder if there was a stick up her butt. You sure are taking your time, Aaron. why you? Anna gave me a side-eyed glance of annoyance that nearly made me laugh. Nothing yet, Anna answered. Then with a small grin she added, I was thinking of maybe philosophy or maybe sociology. What kind of major is philosophy? My stepfather grumbled. His tie was tucked into his business shirt as he begrudgingly cut into a piece of chicken and skewered it with a fork. He was a man with a constant glare of anger behind his eyes, a perpetual o'clock shadow, and premature graying hair. I always half wondered if he was a serial killer in secret just based on how violently he ate, the kind that a dull-minded person picks to earn less than nothing in her life. My mother added as she sipped her wine. Before Anna could unleash her, likely, curse-laced response to my mother. Her father turned his attention to me. What about you, Brian? You reconsider that business degree? No, actually I was thinking of becoming a zoologist. I answered convincingly. Maybe get my master's and open a small farm or a petting zoo. Get a couple of goats. The look of bewildered disgust on my parents' face was only sterilized when Anna couldn't keep her laugh silent anymore. Things quickly spiraled downhill from there. There was a long lecture by Anna's father on how we both were acting childish and how disappointing we were. My mother added in how we were failures to our future selves right now. Eventually, Anna and I both got up from the table mid-lecture and left the room. Their conversation had turned to our parents, stroking each other's ego and wallowing in each other's sorrows for having such difficult children. An hour later, I laid on my bed in the dark staring at the ceiling and thinking to myself, I don't think I'll ever see this place again. A week from now after I leave here for Florida, I suspect I'll never come home again. Even if I never get a job, I think I would rather live on the streets than under this roof again. It was a strange moment when you realize that it was an end of an era, a door closing. But the end of one part of your life is the beginning of another. There was a soft tap 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 on my door. I stood up and carefully cracked the door open to look. It was my stepsister wearing a devious smile with two bottles of wine she had snagged from my mother's collection. Time to get fucked up, she said, half laughing. I smiled with a shrug and let her inside my room. Who cares if I get drunk with my secret porn star stepsister? It's not like I'll ever see her again. Thank you for listening to My Sexy Stories.